In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I lament about the most expensive brunch I ever ate. Bill and I, both non-golfers, tell two golf stories, and we give you a success hack complete with an assignment you're all required to do. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bill Kasky. I'm the other co-host, Brian Neal. Brian, I want to welcome you back. Hey, glad to be here. You're a big, you're a big golfer, aren't hey, you? Hey, I'm not a big golfer. I just said we stayed at a really nice, you know where Half Moon Bay is? Like California, in San Francisco? No. Oh, my gosh. Everyone thinks it's in Jamaica. I guess there's a Half Moon Bay. Oh, Jamaica. really? But we stayed at a really nice place, and it's on a golf course. And I've never wished I liked golf more <laughs> than staying. This place was, it's on the ocean, on the Pacific Ocean. Gorgeous, you know, like, so, like sounds breezy. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I will say though, we so we stayed with like Marriott points. So not a lot of cash out of hand, but it was a really nice place. We go to brunch. We went to this like the lower level restaurant first and they were serving lunch and we wanted breakfast. Like, well, the brunch is open in the nicer restaurant. Yeah, we're like, cool. That's right. So rule number one, no menu, no prices. <laughs> Could be yeah. an issue. Let me guess. Sit down. Go ahead. Eat. Off the chart good. I mean, ridiculous. Sushi, crab legs, shrimp, everything homemade, gourmet, pastry, da 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 I get the bill. Just me and my wife, Stephanie. How much? 190 Per person. What? It was, what? It was $300. <laughs> oh. Oh my god! Exactly. I opened the thing, and I'm not, and I'm one to spend money on a good yeah, meal you, and everything yeah, else. Not I got cheap. No, no, not at all. No. I, and that's a thing I love. I love those experiences. I cracked it open. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I go to Steph. I'm like, how much you think it was? She's, she goes, uh, I was thinking it might be fifty, but now they're a person. Now, <laughs> now that, that we're in here, I think it question. might be a little yeah. more. I'm like, no. <laughs> she goes, oh my god, <gasps> was worth see, it. But that's a thing, right? Ten years from now, you will not remember one thing you nope. had, but you'll remember how much it was. <laughs> exactly right. It was a great experience, though. Wonderful experience. Well, I, I know that uh, we both wish we were golfers. I wish conditionally, I was a golfer. Certain for times. sure. Yeah. And uh, I, I might turn into a golfer at some point. But Good. I saw a story the other day that yeah. there was an LPGA golfer. No, oh, yes. You might have seen this. I think I did. They were actually playing in a tournament in southern Indiana at French yes. Lake as an LBG, LPGA tour stop. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> and... Um, she got a little penalty. She got a penalty because her caddy <laughs> right? was lined up behind her when yeah. she putted, yeah. which I, I didn't know that was our, how the caddy is all over the green looking yes. at all the creases and everything, so I didn't know that was a penalty. Turns out she did this like 15 times, and she did it the previous day. She got a 58-stroke <laughs> penalty. Now, don't you have to be a pretty good golfer to come back? I wonder, would she finish stroke? second? Gosh, for a second, yeah, and the plus, penalty. the story of her, her story was that she hadn't played on the tour for like three or four years, and she was trying to make a comeback. That would do, wouldn't that kind of do you in? It's like, you know what? On second thought, or you'd say, <laughs> "Come on, guys! Yeah, right. Well, I'm forty years old. I mean, I'm trying to come back." The thing about golf that drives me nuts, and that that is and that. So here's what happens in golf, and of course, most listeners may or may not know that I, do, I referee football on TV and stuff. In golf, people, this is a thing where people watch, fans are watching the golf tournament and they see a violation and they actually have oh, called yeah. in and turned people in yeah. for this thing. And I'm thinking, how what do if you we know did that in the NFL? And how do you, right, how do you <laughs> how know? How do you know where to call? Yeah, totally, <laughs> exactly. To turn I've in the pro that. golfers, it's crazy. I think, they, I think they just changed the rules to where they're actually now not allowing 
fan input to help rule the poor golfers. I remember that time when there was a bird God. chirping in the background yes. of the Masters <laughs> and somebody <laughs> called in and said, that's not a, it's not a native bird. A native no, bird. That, that's that bird an Australian not, bird. No, no. That uh, blind-hearted sparrow would not be chirping that way. <laughs> but down wouldn't you in, have a little... Wouldn't you have, I, I guess you'd have it. to have awesome self-esteem to make that call to say, "Look, there's a bird. I can hear it." Just it's the not. whole the whole process. I'm like, say, like, hey, honey, give me the phone. Give me the phone. Yeah. What? What? Go, I, I need right, to call the, the PGA. Jim what, Nassar. Jim Nassar, well, please. Do you hear that? Hang on. Shh, listen. Hear that? If yeah. you don't know what we're talking That's about, it. Google. 2000, I don't know, masters, bird sounds. Birds chirping. And what this guy on that yes. was watching found that the birds chirping was a recording of a bird that wasn't native to the to Atlanta or to Georgia, mid-Georgia. Yes. So you got to It just makes you scratch your head, doesn't it? Up. Like, you know, and the, these people, like they do that kind of stuff and they have enough money to buy cable television. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't get it all. Anyway, <laughs> there's that. All uh, right. Okay. So our topic, topic. today, um, this came up in a training session. Uh, Bill and I do lots of coaching with clients, mostly here in Indianapolis, but then we'll go out to see some of you podcast listeners. As you often go to our website and hit the little come see us button and then we'll come see you. And so this, it happens in lots of different places. One of the greatest things, most the most fulfilling things, I should say, of what we do is when we do our work and then you revisit a client or get a note from someone that says, hey, I tried what we talked about, I did exactly what you said, and I got these phenomenal results. It was outstanding. And I just had this happen, and I thought, there's a thing, there's a little asterisk that goes along with this one. So in this case, this young woman, salesperson, first job out of college, DePaul grad, mm -hmm. super smart, and I, I said, you know, you need to do a LinkedIn video. She's like, oh, I'm like, I'm telling you, you just do a LinkedIn video, tag some people, trust me, you'll get a little action, you know, for sales-wise, and, and it just it's a good thing to do. So she did it. Now she got good, good lucky, but she got lucky. Do she I actually, know her? You don't. Okay. No, you got. She got four demos of her product set up from wow. one LinkedIn video. Wow. Closed one, and I think is about to close a second. Awesome. Out of the four, and it took her maybe four minutes to do this yeah. LinkedIn video. She's like, "Oh my god, I was so excited. It was so great." Here's the asterisk. Has she done it again? I don't think so. Yeah, she may have. Her. I'm. Uh, yeah. yeah. So part of the thing is. Do Bill and I have things that we know work? Yes, we do. I just gave you an example of mine. Doing LinkedIn videos on the regular, they work. It yeah. works to get you in conversations. Yep. It works to brand expose. We have a product called Personal Brand Makeover that you can buy on our website that does all this for you, blows your brand up. It works, no questions asked. What works even better is to do it again yeah. and again and again, and then to do it at scale, at scale, at scale. So I want to talk about that a little bit, about if you had experience like that, Bill, where you've had things that you know that work and then things that you see people do and try and it works and then they don't do it again a little bit. Yeah, I have, I definitely have that. I also have the one where a person has an issue and maybe we talk about something really deep. Like one of my, one of my favorite things to teach is this concept of, I don't know. And the concept of, I don't know is you have to enter, a salesperson has to enter the relationship with a potential client, prospect, suspect from the standpoint of, I don't know. Yes. I don't know what you do. I don't know if this can be a fit. I don't know if I can bring value. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the idea with that is not to play one down. It's not to do some kind of a, there's a lot of training out there who says, you know, you got to be not okay intentionally. No, this is about, you really don't know. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what their circumstances are. So I gave this uh, yep. idea to one of my clients, and about three months passed, and I hadn't, uh, we hadn't talked because it's in a group coaching. And uh, one day I said, uh, hey, I said, Bob, 
we, it seemed like a couple of months ago we talked about this. How is that going? He goes, oh, it's great. I've booked like 10 appointments and I've yeah. closed five sales. And I'm yeah. like, were you not going to say anything? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it wasn't, I mean, yes, I wanted I to know that because I like the stroke. Yes. But also he has 10 people who are colleagues of his. Yes. Was he not going to say, hey, guys, I yes. just found this thing that worked. And yes. of course he wasn't because he wants to, you know, Bob yeah, wants yeah, to keep it to himself. Little, keep to himself. But I thought that was interesting. It's like, so when were you, you just earned $100,000 extra this year if you keep doing it. When were you going <laughs> to let me know? Were Christmas card or Thanksgiving yeah, Maybe card? not, depends. But I, I like your point there is that um, we don't double down. No, and we don't. Why don't we? Well, it's I such think, an interesting human thing. You know what I mean? I think the podcast, what we've done here over the last 13, 14 years is we've done weekly episodes. We have. And we went through a time where we decided to bump that up, to double down on it, because yeah. we said, geez, if we have this much success once a week, would we have that much more? Yeah. And and we did. Yeah. We, we, it was a little hard to tell with podcast numbers how much success, but we had yeah. more listeners. And we stopped it. And and that's an example of, well, was it work? Did we give it long enough for it to work? Right. And did we have any kind of evidentiary data that yeah. said, no, we not only need to do twice a week, we need to do every day or exactly. whatever. We didn't, we didn't double down. And I think that's a problem. Is evidentiary a word? It's a big word. Evidentiary, yeah, evidentiary data. Evidentiary. I like that. Travis well, evidence is probably a little. Um, it's probably. I always give you credit. It's a, see, of course, Bill's not going to say a word that's not a word. I just that's a good use of that word. That's it seems like a evidentiary repetitive data because data and evidence is that's kind of the thing. same thing. Evidentiary yeah. data. It was really good though. Came well, out. I'm just but, curious. But I had. I was intentional about this. <laughs> So this is this is. Don't the you good always like it when somebody <laughs> asks oh, no, a I question? No I, no, no, I know the answer, but Travis may not. Go ahead. It's like, oh come on, don't be such a snob. <laughs> snob. No, no, I'm asking for a Travis. Training snob. Yeah, now this would be good for now. Uh, hey, Travis, I want you to listen to what Bill's listen about up, to say here. Listen up, here, Travis. It's like the person knows what your answer is going to be. Yeah, now, <laughs> now Travis, this will be good for you over here. This will be good for you. Okay, so this is an interesting thing, though. I want people to... So here's the lesson, I think, that you need to take from this, is you need to catalog these little these little hacks, yeah. these little bits of things that work over time and keep doing them. Because I see so often people just switch flavors, switch tries. They just try to... Hey, that worked really well. Great. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to... And sometimes it's just because they get bored. <laughs> what, you, right? what do you got this, for me this week, totally, that, yeah, what, yeah, so that was good. Yeah. Thanks. And what else you got? And they just keep chasing the new thing. And when they do that, they sort of chase this flat line yeah. that just sort of hovers down. I think the true, um, high, you know, high potential people that really succeed in whatever endeavor they're looking at, they catalog and they keep these little things, and they then they continue to do them over and over and over. These little hacks. I know there's a. I learned little things on the football field, refing. Uh, there are two little things I learned the last couple of years that have really helped me, and I keep doing them all the time now. Well, I didn't do them for 30 years. Then I learned them, and they're working. I'm going to keep doing yeah. them, hopefully, for 30 more. And I still do things I learned. So that I, I just think as you're listening to this, the question to you would be, do you have a catalog of your hacks, things mm -hmm. that work like this, like Bill's showing up with the I don't know phrase, or with Brian's like doing you know yeah. three LinkedIn videos a week per minimum? That's a good, that's a good topic of how do, you, how do you go about catalog cataloging those things you know there's yeah it's it's kind of like well this is how i do what i do yes how i do what i do is i always show up and i don't know i always do a linkedin video every week and tag people so right. it's it's like 
this is my method. This yes. is how I yes. do what I do. Yes. That would be a good topic for uh, an episode. For maybe. sure. And we can, and you keep the thing growing too. That's I think people sometimes either get, I think what causes it, like boredom causes it. Like, well, I've been doing that for so long. Now, sometimes True. what used to work doesn't work anymore. Right. And you have to, so there's a, there's a little bit of an art to it. But I bet you, if we asked uh, a, a vast majority of our listeners, can you can you give me the ten, your ten favorite hacks, your ten five things you do all the time? They're going to struggle to come up with something. They're going to mm-hmm. say, "I always do this." Now, some will have it. They'll go, "Yep, I do a Monday planner every Monday morning, eight to eight thirty. I've been doing it for twenty five years. Works for me. Okay, beautiful. Here, yeah, here's here's the assignment. Oh, I want you to think about what Brian just said and go back and think about the hacks. And I want you to name this list of hacks. Oh. The blank way, and this is like the Neil way, the Caskey way, the Collins way, whatever your last name is, you put it in there and you name this document and you start to list what do you do and and how do you do it if if one of your ways is every month I post a new LinkedIn video or every time I make a call I do this or every time a a day starts I do this. I plan every day at at 4 o'clock. Whatever those hacks are, just come up with your own. This is how I do what I do. Can I now, add to that? Now, you could also send that to us, and we Let, could let's, learn let's do it this and then sell it. We can <laughs> sell it to the world <laughs> so for thousand dollars. So you send that to us, we, we will do that, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you credit. We'll say, this came off of the Collins way. That's where this one came from. Um, <laughs> is uh, Let's uh, post that up. Took a picture of that thing. Okay. Post it on LinkedIn and tag Bill Caskey and Brian Neal in the Advanced Selling Podcast. And you just put pound the, the pound sign, the way. The, the way. way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great song. See, we, we're always 70s music. So I got to bridge a gap. Travi, my millennial guy. The Way is by the band. <gasps> I bet Bill doesn't know. I'm not even no. asking him. How does it go? Travi should know. Uh, the children woke up and they started talking. Left before the sun came up that day. Is it a Christian In song? In between the down Nothing was going to none of the know in the way. Did the world can yeah. see the world? Okay, that's yeah. your assignment too. Yeah. You have to tell me who sings the who <laughs> sings the way, the way by should I give the answer? Yeah, go ahead. It's by fastball. Fastball. Trying to bring the nineties kids back into the mix here with the music trivia. So so tag us, do a, the the Neil way, the Kasky way, the whatever. Last name Take way. a picture of it, put it on LinkedIn. Tag Brian Neal, Bill Kasky, and the Advanced Selling Podcast. You can tag all that. And we'll do a shout out to you. Yep, we'll do, and you'll be hashtag the way. Yeah, and it, give us at least five things. That would be five good. things yes, on the list. You can for up you. to 10, 12, 15, but and five at least. Yeah. The way. I love it. All right. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.